0: Welcome to Emerge Dynamics. Emerge Dynamics. The podcast for those who manage and invest in middle market private companies across the globe. Globe. We're telling the stories of the unsung champions who take enormous risks every day to weave the fabric of our societies. Those visionaries who serve our communities by delivering products and services to their customers in better ways than they could have otherwise had. Those who collectively, from the multi-trillion dollar largest market, on the planet and create the jobs that feed more families than any other organization could ever hope to. We're diving into the dynamics of what makes these organizations thrive, what makes some of them emerge from their peers and create incredible returns and impact on their communities. This This is Emerge Dynamics. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this first episode of the Emerge Dynamics Podcast. My name is David Cusavano, and I'll be walking us through a journey to really dive into what is it that makes an organization, specifically a business, emerge from its peers, emerge from its competitors. It's a journey that I personally have been on for several years now. It's a journey of discovery for me. It's a journey of discovery for the companies I've worked with. Uh, And I have a long way to go. Uh, So I would love for you to join me as we continue this discovery process, continue to really identify what is it that makes companies tick, makes them become everything that they can be, makes them become better versions or the best versions of themselves. So I envision, as we go through this, we're going to primarily bring on guests, have several guests in mind that we bring on. These will be successful and unsuccessful business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, those are not always the same thing, a business owner and an entrepreneur, and we'll dive into that. Um, and I'd really, we're going to hear from them, we're going to learn from them, uh, not only from me, I... I think I have a lot to share, but I think the people we'll be talking to have even more to share. So I'm looking forward to really diving into their brains and hearing what they are all about and learning collectively with you, what are the things that they've done to really make their businesses work better and how we can apply them to our own organizations and to our lives. So very excited about that. Very excited about moving forward with this. I think we need to start this podcast though like we do with every business that I've worked with, every business that I think um, every business should think along these lines. It all starts with purpose. And me being someone who is uh, maybe a little bit more analytical, my first career was as an engineer. I love to crunch numbers. If you had rewound me back to my engineering days and sat me down to talk about a conversation or to have a conversation about purpose, I probably would have laughed at you and walked out because I would have thought it was fluff, it was silly, uh, just soft skills or soft topics that really didn't matter in the world. Uh, I think differently now. I think the soft topics are actually the most important. Those are more the human topics, and we are all human. And so uh, today, I understand that the purpose of an organization is actually paramount, Um, I'm going to start off by quoting something that was published in Harvard Business Review a couple of years ago. And it is a uh, review of a study that came out talking about the connection between purpose and profit. So here's what it says. Let's read it and then we can discuss. This is the purpose-profit connection. Lots of companies give lip service to having a mission a goal beyond bottom-line results. A new study attempts to find a link between employees' engagement with their company's mission and firm financial performance. Researchers analyzed 450,000 survey responses collected by the Great Place to Work Institute from employees at 429 U.S. companies, probing whether people feel their work has meaning. Quote, The actual purpose of the company can differ wildly, quote, The researchers write, quote, all that matters for our study is that it focuses employees on a goal beyond profit maximization, close quote. Uh, A little bit further down, they distinguish between different types of purpose, and they talk about a purpose clarity uh, organization, and this is one where managers excel at communicating how employees work contributes to the mission. And, quote, they found that purpose-clarity firms had better financial results and that middle managers' and professionals' views drove those results. Why? Effective middle managers who buy into the vision of the company make daily decisions that guide the firm in the right direction. Close quote. I think I got some of my quotes in the wrong places, but you get the idea. I wanted to kick off with reading about this or reading this because it really highlights the importance of having a purpose in the workplace and it ties it to financial performance. This isn't the only article. There's numerous. Uh, there are numerous places you can see data about organizations that embrace a purpose and how they become more profitable. I want to be sure to highlight, though, that we should not become, we should not adopt a purpose so that we can make more money. It doesn't work that way. We should adopt a purpose because that's what life is about, Uh, that's what business is about. I believe that. A business is the ultimate social enterprise. We hear a lot about social organizations, social enterprises. Businesses, when run properly, are the ultimate social enterprises. A business can only make a profit when it figures out what the people in its community need, and it figures out how to get it to them at a better price or a better quality then the people in the community could have gotten on their own. That's why the people in the community will part with their money uh, in exchange for whatever product or service the business is offering. It's because the people in the community, the customers, are better off. Uh, maybe they pay $100 for some product or service, and they perceive that they are going to get more than $100 of value out of whatever the company is uh, is creating. So uh, both the company is better off, it's made a profit, and the customers are also better off because they have engaged with the company. That's a properly run company. It's the ultimate social enterprise. For those of us who have been entrepreneurs, who have started organizations, as you know, you can't spend your nights thinking about just how to make more money. You need to spend all of your waking hours trying to understand what is it that people in your community need people in your target market. What is it they need? What is their pain point? What is their issue? And how do you solve it for them? That is what this is all about. And so when we think about that, we start to understand that a business is the ultimate social enterprise and that it can create enormous good in our world and in our communities. So that's the lens through which we'll be looking at business as we unfold our journey here. Um, and so going back to the article I just read a little bit from, I think we need to keep that in mind. It's not about the profit. Uh, you know, I think um, the founder of Zappos has a quote where he says, uh, chase the vision, not the money, and the money will follow. So um, we don't want to spend our time just thinking about money. Let's think about profit. Let's think about how to do it well, how to serve others. The profit will follow. Um, and it will be a sign of the value that we're creating in our communities. So as we explore, as we unfold on our journey, we're going to do this in a bit of a methodical manner. We're going to start with purpose. We're going to start with mission. We're going to start with culture. Uh, some very soft skills in our, uh, in our organizations, but incredibly impactful, necessary, powerful things. And without getting those right, it doesn't matter How well we figure out a business plan. How well we figure out our financial metrics. Financial metrics are things that I personally am biased toward because I just uh, I'm I'm kind of an analytical person. I like that kind of thing. But I fully recognize that they're meaningless unless we have an organization with a purpose. So uh, we'll be bringing in some guests. Our first guest is going to be my business partner. And uh, occasional co host uh, of this podcast. His name is Eric Wingerter. Looking forward to having him. He'll be with us next time to share with us some of his philosophy about how to really, from a management perspective, how to really align an organization uh, around very strong values. He has a system he's worked out called Veritas. He'll tell us more about that. He says it way better than I do. So I want to let him uh, dive into that. But he has great experience as a CEO, CFO of an organization. He's led an organiz- organizations through numerous transactions. So he has a lot to offer as far as experience. So we're looking forward to hearing from him. I hope you'll join us. I hope to stay with us on this journey. Looking forward to so much more.